Subscribe to this podcast to get exclusive access to the after show shooting the breeze. So today we have Amanda Love and she has her own podcast as well, uh, which is Physical Emotional Health Secrets with Amanda Love. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what you do as well. Uh, So a little about me is that I was actually born six weeks early and I was just constantly, constantly, constantly sick growing up. Um, pretty much every week I was sick with sinus infections, sore throats, headaches, exhaustion. And when my parents like divorced when I was six and then my dad remarried at eight years old, I was just sick all the time. And there was a lot of trauma and a lot of mental stuff going on and stuff. So, and the courts got involved when I was 13 years old. And so we actually decided to leave California and move to Arizona. And I was just sick. I was just sick every four to six. At that time, it went from four to from every other week to every four to six weeks. And for me, it was just exhaustion of doing that over and over, playing catch up. I got held back at one point. And fast forward. I graduated high school, completed a personal training program. And then two weeks later at 20 years old, um, I was just in so much pain. Like the pain started, my whole body was exhausted. Like I stopped going to the gym. I was taking two hour naps and stuff. And I just felt like what is going on? And 10 months later, they diagnosed me with fibromyalgia at 20 years old. Yeah, I've had fibromyalgia probably since I was 18 or 19. It was after two heart procedures that uh, I ended up with fibromyalgia, but they didn't diagnose it until just a couple of years back. And it took them that long to diagnose what I was going through. So I understand your, your struggles there. Yeah, it's it's interesting you said you were diagnosed at it, that you probably had it at 18 or 19. And like a lot of times people will tell me they're like, yeah, I've been dying. I probably had it longer and I wasn't diagnosed till whatever in their forties or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I'm 32. So it's coming up on 12 years this fall, which is quite amazing to think about because it's been that long, but um, yeah, it's just, it's interesting because I was just so like sick and everybody's like, oh, you were so young to get diagnosed. Yeah, but I was sick from the get-go. I was born six weeks early. So I had like 20, 20 years, almost 21 years of being sick and stuff like that. Yeah, and it, it does grind on you. It. it... <laughs> it gets to be like you say exhausting like you just get to be tired so yeah that definitely i can understand that during that whole experience what has your walk with god been like and and how has he been working in your life i actually am glad that we get to discuss this because i never really talk about god too much when i do interviews um but I think for me at 
that age, like I always grew up in a Christian home and stuff like that. I grew up going to church every Sunday and stuff like that. Um, at one point, like my mom and grandma were like, not very happy with my dad because he was taking us to a different church than what we were used to going to and stuff. And I found out later on they were taking us to a church that was like probably an, like 30 minutes away was because they were taking a course on like parenting with like mixed families and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But um, I grew up going to like the Bible camps, doing all the Wednesday activities, doing all of it. And I did as much as I can, but I didn't miss out on things because I was sick and stuff like that. Um, I always believed in God. Never, it never changed. Never, I don't feel like it ever wavered. Um, but I always had this like belief, even when I was at my sickest, that like there was a reason why I'm going through what I'm going through. And I still feel like that. And I still feel like even if what I've gone through in the last 10 months, especially in the last two months, because I'm going through some stuff right now, it's it's teaching me to grow closer to God. And that was what God wants. God wants us to have a relationship with him where we could depend on him and stuff. And we don't have to depend on other people. Exactly. And I, I found the exact same thing. Yeah, it's it's during your trials that you end up growing and you end up developing that empathy for other people. And I think that's what's led me into doing exactly what I'm doing, which is getting people's testimonies because everybody's got a story that impacts someone else in a different way. That one person's story may not reach one person, but it may reach someone else. So it's important to, to hear all that. And I... I think, yeah, you're right. Like all the, the growing closer to God and getting that relationship with him. And once you go through trials, that becomes a little easier because you, you learn to depend on him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, I feel like I've, and I also have, it teaches, I think people who haven't gone through health issues, it's, they might not, be as empathetic to people who are going through health issues because they haven't gone through them. And like, I'm just very sensitive person also where I'm very empathetic. So whatever, like, doesn't even have to be someone going through a health issue. Um, I'm going to, I'll cry with you and I'll be sad with you and I'll pray with you. And like, I just had something recently where I had sent a friend a sermon and she texted me last week and she was like she's like can i can you talk and i'm like okay i have a groceries just delivered right but i'm not gonna say no to this person and so i answered the phone and she's like can i come over and can i because i just want to hug and i'm like and my back of my thought was like okay my kitchen's a mess like i have groceries to put away but i'm not going to tell her no right mm -hmm. and 
we spent an hour and a half like crying and praying for each other. And like, that's the thing. That's what I've been praying for to God the last two months that I would have deeper friendships since I've just been here for under a year and stuff like that. And that's God showing me, okay, you could trust me in this aspect of your life, but you could also trust me in other aspects of your life. Yeah, exactly. And with fibromyalgia, it can be very debilitating. Um, how do you go about managing your fibromyalgia? Uh, so when managing my fibromyalgia, so like I actually, so I found out I had food sensitivity. So I have a gluten sensitivity, highest in his practice, the wellness chiropractor's practice at the time. Both parents gave me a soy sensitivity, egg sensitivity, dairy sensitivity. So I found that out when I was 21 years old. And I only found this out because my grandmother, who I tell people it's my driving was my driving force. She's she passed almost two years ago. It's coming up on two years, but she wanted me to get well. And she found a newspaper clipping. And she went to his wellness talk and he said, if your granddaughter has fibromyalgia and she's only 20, she's been very sick a long time. And so I worked with him and I found out I had all those food sensitivities. So I stay off those foods, but I also take care of myself by like making sure to relax, not to put too much on my plate. Um, making sure my sleep's in line and stuff like that. How are my relationships? How am I doing personally, right? And stuff like that. And it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to have, to be like, okay, I got to slow down. I got to take it easy. <laughs> um, as someone who's just realized like, in the last two months, I was doing all the things. I was volunteering. Um, at one point I was going to two different churches because I was like, didn't know which church I wanted to be a part of, right? I was doing kids stuff during the week. I was doing I was doing networking. I was doing all the stuff. And God's, well, like, God made me focus and he's like, okay, I'm going to make something happen with a friendship and that's going to really like rock your world. And then it's going to help you focus on some other things that I want you to focus on some inner healing. And yeah, that's important. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. It's inner healing. He wants, but I'm like, and then he's like, I want you to focus on why is this friendship so important? And maybe you're not, maybe you're going to this person for advice instead of coming to me for advice, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it made me realize, yeah, I was going to that person. He was a cheerleading person, right? And he came into my life when my grandmother had just passed. So he had been in my life for the last like year and a half. It was like he came into my life like the day after her first birthday that she was gone. And I'm like, oh, okay. So 
it's just realizing, okay, God, you have control in my life. I just need to trust you more and stuff like that. And a lot of the stuff, God's taking so much off my plate right now where I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on. What's going on with my life, God? Like, what am I supposed to be doing with all my time? And I think a lot of it is just like, okay, this is a season of, Amanda, you need to relax because you don't relax at all. Um, You need to spend more time with me. You need to be reading the word more. You need to be praying more for your next steps. Yeah, and turning to God for guidance is so important. It just, uh, I've I've been learning to do that a lot more lately. Uh, Yeah. Because there's so many things that have come my way that I'm just like, okay, which direction should I be taking? Because I don't know. And even right now, like, I'm at that that point where it's again, I'm like, I don't know what direction I should be taking. And I had a lady from California who has three television networks approach me about coming on her TV program and being an ambassador for her. And I just didn't feel quite comfortable. And then, right. and then answers just started coming in and I'm like, okay, this isn't what God wants me to do. So I ended up messaging her and the response I got was, an awful response. And I'm like, obviously you just confirmed in my mind why God doesn't want me to do this. So thank you, God, for giving me the answers I needed. And <laughs> well, it's interesting because you're and then yeah, I and then I thought I was friends with that person. And he's like, well, you're just a business connection. And I'm like, what? And so like he he has said like it's so it's interesting. God shuts doors that you don't think you're like, why are you shutting this door? God? Yeah. Like just like with your situation. Yeah. And then he opens other doors and it's just, yeah, it's, it's it's quite a journey. It's quite a journey though. It's like, and I also, I'm like, okay. And the last year and a half, I'm just like, but ever since I've moved to Texas, I'm just like, okay, God, you just keep shutting door after door after door. And I'm like, I don't really know what doors are opening right now. Yeah, and which ones are going to open? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's sort of been hard for me because I'll just, like, I think, okay, this opportunity comes my way and then it gets shut. And so I'm, like, really, like, I've gotten better in the last month, but, like, two months ago I was like, okay, God, you keep shutting all these doors. What's going on? Right. And even last year, right before I moved, I was offered like an opportunity to work for this company. And then I accepted. And then like two days later, they're like, no, we want to go in a different direction and stuff. So now like a year later, I understand sort of, but I'm like, okay, God, <laughs> right? At the but, time, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, in some ways, it still doesn't make sense, but some ways it does make sense right now. But I'm like, okay, so what exactly are we doing now, God? And I was... Oh, go ahead. Um, No, I was just going to say that I was told, like, so back when I wanted to 
I wanted to leave Arizona in like 2020. I just had this feeling. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Why do I want to leave Arizona? I'd been there since I was 14. And I was like, okay. And then when I was deciding, my aunt was like, well, let's look up the top places to live in the US. And my aunt's like, what about Austin? Because it's been voted number one several years in a row. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I knew nothing about Austin, Texas. And then my aunt was like, oh, let's pray about it. And then her friend was like, oh, God really wants you in Austin, Texas. So I was like, okay, I'm going to Austin, Texas. And that was a few weeks later, I think I moved and stuff. So I don't, I still don't know why I'm in Austin, Texas. So that's a struggle. So you also, you talk about the holistic approach a bit. Um, yeah. And I know with your food sensitivities, I completely understand those because I have a lot of the same food sensitivities. Um, and it's really frustrating because yeah. I can't eat fresh vegetables and I absolutely love a good salad. Um, so that's been really, really hard. Same with not eating bacon. I, I love bacon and pork just kills me. Wow. <laughs> and uh, dairy, I've been, had been sensitive to that since I was a baby. So that's, that's just one I, I've gotten used to, but egg is another one that definitely I have to be very careful with, uh, with that as well. So with the holistic approach, can you explain a little bit about using that to kind of help with your, with your health? I tell people it's a holistic approach. It means not one size fits all. So if you're whatever you're dealing with, we might be working on your sleep. We might be working on your energy levels. We might work on your food, right? Um, what are your relationships like? Are you married? Are you single? Like I'm, I don't have anybody, so I'm not right. So my sister is, she has a husband and she has two kids and they're three and three months. So what's different from one person? might not work for another person, right? Mm -hmm. What is like the trauma that you're going through or what you've gone through in the past? And that's something I'm working on right now. And a lot of trauma is coming up from past experiences and just beliefs that I've held onto that I don't need to hold on to, right? So for me, that's going to a prayer freedom thing that my church offers. But like the holistic approach is like everything. It's not a one size fits all approach, right? What are your supplements like? Where are you living in the world? I'm in Texas, you're in Canada, right? So what what's what you need might be different just because we're in different environments, right? Oh. So yeah, and I think you're definitely right. Everybody has their own things that they've been through and mental health comes down to like a lot of it because that can affect your sleep and that can affect your, your anxiety levels and all that. So I mean, and food is another big thing in your body. So yeah, you're right. 
all kinds of different approaches for, for different people and, and listening to those experiences is, is uh, healing in terms of that as well. Um, so you also run your podcast. How did that come about? And uh, what, what's your kind of focus in that? So my podcast came about because like, I, well, when I first created, I was like, I don't really know how to like get on other people's podcasts. So I was like, I'm going to get on, I'm going to create my own. And then I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's focus on fibromyalgia. Cause that was the big focus. Um, for a long time and stuff. And then I just was like, I'm more than fibromyalgia. That's my big backstory. Like that's a huge part. And I have like so many episodes on fibromyalgia. So if people want to work with me with fibromyalgia, I'm happy to do that. But I also am like, I love to cook. I love teaching people how to eat healthy food. I'm also about mindset and stuff like that. So it's not just cooking also, it's also what is your sleep? What is the psychology of eating? Like what is all of that? And also the fact that I started bringing on guests and the guests weren't just fibromyalgia, like people, experts, they were more like trauma experts, mindset experts, hormone experts, um, and that type of thing. So that's why I decided to change the name and do all that. But it's been going for three years and it has 130 episodes as of right now. Yeah, and I, I think it's great to give people the opportunity to listen to that and hear about that kind of stuff in their lives and from experts especially. And that's why I've been getting a lot more experts coming on to talk about these things is that exact reason is because it it's just not one like you were saying before not one size fits all in terms of health it's 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 mind body and spirit exactly exactly and god has told us that our bodies are a temple and so that tells us you know that we're supposed to respect our body and what we put into our body and how we treat our body and keep our body try and keep his body our body as healthy as we can and uh, so what you're doing is important that way uh, in terms of helping people to get to that point. Um, how have you seen God at work in what you're doing uh, in terms of helping people? Um, I see God moving through me and, sh- and like showing other people that I could be their support system and be there. Not, I think a lot of times there are people who are educated, but maybe they didn't go through it. And so I could be that accountability person also, but also shows me that through this podcast, especially and whatever else I have done the last couple of years, it shows me okay, that's amazing to help all these people, but also it's, it's grown me as a person, right? Um, I'm not the most outgoing person, but I'm not so introvert, but I used to be really introvert. 
and I can share my story. Like I've grown so much just sharing my story and stuff like that and sharing what I'm about and growing as a person, like doing 130 episodes, that's a lot of work. So it definitely it's, is. Yeah. it's a lot of work, but it's teaching me that like, I could be super open. I've been told by several people that I'm very direct and, and I'm like, it's because I know what it's like to struggle with my health. So if I like meet someone and I want to get to know people, I love getting to know people. So if you like, we connect really good, then I'm going to ask you about you and stuff. I want to make you feel special and I pour into people a lot. And that's something big about me. So like, if you work with me as a client or you're a friend with me, you're going to get poured into somehow if it's like just supporting you with like i have a new friend and he's starting a networking event for like health and fitness professionals so i've mentioned his event several times to like six different people in like the past week and stuff like that that's just me being like how can i support this mm -hmm. and stuff like that how can i support you and what you're doing with your work or your family or whatever it is. And how can I make you feel better? Cause I don't want people to live in pain. I don't want people to be dealing with health issues. Yeah. Well, and I think it's funny about the introverted thing too, because everybody seems like I'm extroverted because I'm always in jobs where I'm with people all the time and I like to talk, mm -hmm. but I like my alone time too. And uh, when, yeah, when I'm not neat. at work or at church, I'm like, no, I just, my wife's the type that likes to like do things and be always be doing things. And I'm like, when I'm done with work and all those people and church, I just want to be at home and I want to have time to myself. And yeah. it's, it's relaxing because, and that's why I do jewelry art and stuff like that and writing and that kind of stuff, because it's like, that's stuff I can do on my own. I can keep myself mindful and busy. And I find that really helps with my anxiety and stuff. Whereas if I'm always with people, well, my anxiety levels are a little higher because of that. Well, yeah. And I realized that too, like two months ago when this thing with the friend happened and I'm like, I just don't feel like I have any friends. And also, but then I realized I did, but, um, it's just like you do all these things to be busy, busy, busy. And then it's like, well, am I even enjoying what I'm doing that's making me so busy? Do I need to really do all these things? And it's a lot of like loneliness. I was just feeling super alone. So I was just doing all this stuff. And I, I, have, I have come to realize I'm okay. Like, and I tried all the church things too also, but I'm like, it's hard being around a lot of people at a time and stuff. I'd rather just be around a small group of people. That's why I'm excited that this um, new friend is starting this networking thing because it's just not going to be a huge group. But like, it's exhausting being around like 
people all the time and not making those connections. It is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can, I can definitely understand that. <laughs> uh, and uh, for people who want to support those that they know who have fibromyalgia or some other illness, um, what is something that they can do to really help those people? I think the biggest thing is like just having somebody just, just to listen to actually sit down and listen to that person. You don't have to say anything. I think a lot of times we go through life and we don't really sit down and just listen intently to what the other person is saying. Um, and you don't have to have a health issue to want that, right? Um, even me lately, I'm like, I just want friends who the biggest thing is like, they actually, when I'm talking, they're actually listening and they actually care. And that's the biggest thing, I think. Yeah, I think too often it's it's that shallow friendship is kind of is what happens a lot of times with people. It's just it's all about me. Well, well what's good for me? Like <laughs> not what's necessarily good for the other person too. It should be a two-way street. Yeah, and that's what I realized also in like with the other person, I was like, I'm and he mentioned it also. He's like, you're reaching out all the time but i'm not reaching out as much and i'm like yeah you're right i'm pouring into you but you're not pouring into me right and stuff like that i mean he would thank me and stuff like that but but i think that's the thing is finding those friendships where you can go deeper and it's not shallow like i go to things and then I won't see these people for like a month or two. How are you supposed to build a relationship? Right. Yeah. And it's hard. It's really hard to make friends right now. <laughs> yeah. And making friends can definitely be one of those, those more challenging things that we come across in life. I, I don't have a lot of really good friends either. And that's just with my own childhood trauma background. It's just a lot of it's my own fault. I don't let people in <laughs> and that's something i've been trying to learn to do is is to let more people actually in <laughs> yeah and that was the thing for me too was like when i was losing this friendship i was like i don't have anybody who are my true friends here in austin right and as soon as like i had two friends and like they helped me get through that situation and stuff like that um but the one guy friend was like, oh, let's, Amanda, you need to be distracted. So as soon as like that thing happened, it happened like on a Wednesday, like that weekend, he's like, Amanda, let's go to a, let's go out to lunch. And then like the next day he's like, oh, let's go to a game night and stuff like that. But it's, it's hard finding those friends and stuff where you're like, okay, I do have some friends. But as soon as I stopped trying, because I was trying super hard to make friends, like I went to like a speed networking event and like that was for 
making friends. <laughs> like I did that three times. Um, like no, I think it was October, November, December. I did that. Um, I did a lot of networking events. So I went to all the church activities, like church, young adult church activities. So I was just trying, trying, trying so hard. And then as soon as I stopped trying, like people were starting to reach out and I was like, okay, why didn't this happen sooner? God, why? <laughs> I mean, like I didn't, and this is a big thing with me. I didn't make my first, um, true friend. Like I had moved to Austin in like July 8th. I didn't meet my first, like, and I ask, I wonder about this too, sometimes God, but like, I didn't meet my first, like, young adult friend he's not he's like 32 but he, like the end of september i didn't meet anyone my age i'm 32 and i went to a big church and so it's all god's timing right yeah yeah um what is a piece of advice you'd give someone who is battling with some kind of illness that they're really struggling with that. What's what advice would you give them? I say trust God in the process is my big thing. I would say trust God in the process with your health, um, with uh, whatever you're dealing with, um, and don't give up. Don't give up finding answers. God has a purpose for why you're going through that health issue. Yeah, that, that's great advice. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share with us before we uh, sign off here? Uh, I have my final thoughts is, um, I would say whatever, like whatever I talked about, mostly I talked about like I was dealing with like trusting God in the last two months, especially, and just being lonely. And it's okay to be lonely. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel all your emotions and realize God's just with you at this point in your life and the rest of your life too, but he's there right now. Even if you don't have any family or you don't have any friends, he's there and you can always turn to him. So just try to grow closer to God. That's great advice too um thanks for coming on and uh speaking with us today it's been a, a real pleasure and uh, nice to discuss something that is close to my heart as well so uh thank you for being willing to come on thank you so much tony for having me well i have just been uh, blessed with so many people who are requesting to be on the show and i'm impressed with how many people want to share their testimonies or what they're doing uh for the Lord right now. Uh, if I haven't got back to you, I promise I will get back to you. Uh, I look forward to, to speaking with each of you and interviewing you. And uh, keep tuning into the show. There, there's lots of, of new people that are coming on here. And if you're considering wanting to, to come on the show, uh, just shoot me an email at tpeters745 at gmail.com. And uh, I will get back to you.